You may have heard from TechEd some really interesting news about SAP Cloud Platform. Didn't hear? Don't worry, we'll find out from somebody who knows. Hi, I'm Ian Thane. Welcome to Code Talk, and I'm really pleased to have another new timer, Carl Kessler. Carl, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Ian. Now, as I say, you're a new person, and I always ask the new people to give the viewers a little introduction to themselves, so please do so. Well, yes, uh, so my name is Carl Kessler, and I'm with SAP for quite a while. Uh, joined in, in the 90s and uh, have been around with SAP technology for qu quite some time. And my focus was uh, always uh, the ABAP stack, the ABAP platform with a little uh, detour to Java, but coming back again to ABAP these days, which is um, pretty exciting. Excellent. So we actually mentioned the word there, Carl. So let's, let's hit the ground. Let's ask you the big thing about what was announced at TechEd. What is it all about, ABAP, in the SAP Cloud Platform? Yeah, very interesting question. So what did we actually do? We, we, we brought ABAP into the SAP Cloud Platform. So for the first time, uh, we offer ABAP as a platform, as a service offering. And uh, this will um, allow the ABAP developer community, and we have about uh, two to three million out there, if not more, uh, it will allow the community to move into the cloud and build beautiful um, cloud applications written in ABAP. Okay, you may have alluded to the answer to my next question, but what was SAP's motivation for bringing ABAP into the SAP Cloud Platform? I think there are a couple of reasons why SAP decided to move that way. First, first of all, we see a tremendous growth in the S4HANA business. That means S4HANA is... Uh, taking up and we have now a thousand uh, live references out there in the cloud and on-prem and um, with the cloud it's very natural if, if you if you run an s4 application um, you have certain means to do extensibility like uh, you can add fields and you can change layout and things like that so typically user-centric ways of uh, extension uh, standard app but uh, we also need what we learn from the early subcloud platform offerings. We need a way to do also side-by-side -side extensions to our solution. And um, that is the reason why we brought the ABAP stack into the cloud. Um, the ABAP stack uh, is pretty much uh, looks what you would uh, expect, but it gives now a new flavor to it and exposes the ABAP platform to the rich service infrastructure of SAP Cloud Platform. I think that's the most important reason we wanted to combine the different offerings, whether they are written in Java or Node.js or ABAP, we want to combine those services in, uh, um, in SAP Cloud Platform. Okay, so you mentioned one word there, and which brings me on to my next question. So does AppApp replace uh, cloud platform offerings such as Java and Node.js? Yeah, there was some debate around this also on Twitter right after the ticket announcement. How oh, will now certain other offerings die, or what is the direction uh, of all of these different uh, runtimes, and uh, which one will survive <laughs> the famous old battles? Yeah. Uh, but let's let's be very honest. It's not about a battle. Yeah. So uh, we have great offerings in subcloud platform, and we started initially with Java, which was very natural because Java we had a container with a very 
lightweight container to run Java apps. And we had to learn some of the things also for the ABAP container, if you will. Mm -hmm. So um, it took us some time to do the engineering task. And we were also pretty much focused on S4HANA itself. As you know, the foundation of S4HANA is written in ABAP um, on top of SAP HANA. And uh, our engineering team was really focused on that particular task. And now we have a little bit more of a freedom. We also hired a couple of new people there. And um, we are now in a position to bring also this platform as a service offering idea to ABAP. That's basically new, but it's not in contrast or in competition with Java or Node.js. There are great applications out there in Node.js. There are great uh, apps uh, written in Java. There's very strong communities out there and you pick the type of technology you're, you're most familiar with. So we have, uh, the, for the first time, now the opportunity to really combine those assets and to bring uh, the different communities more closely together to leverage the services and to do interoperability between those different teams. So that's a great value prop, and it's really not about a battle or competition. Excellent. So we've debunked those uh, those. Um questions from Twitter and we've we've got a good foundation of of everything but what's the the main component of ABAP in the SAP cloud platform yeah I think from a from a delivery standpoint and from an architectural standpoint uh, as you're all familiar with SAP cloud platform it always starts with the cloud cockpit and uh, this is typically your first way to log on to SAP Cloud Platform. You log on to, to the Cloud Platform cockpit from which you can get access to all of the different offerings and services, engines and tools and all that stuff. And uh, once, you, once you're locked onto it, uh, you can very easily navigate uh, to the ABAP area. You pick a service plan, so basically you're picking, choosing a hardware size and, and memory size and things like that. And then um, you can start a very um, cloud-optimized ABAP engine. It's a kernel in a classical environment. It, it was basically derived out of the S4HANA Cloud code, code line. That means uh, the underlying kernel of S4HANA Cloud was used. But uh, it comes up pretty fast. It's um, actually an optimized version. So we don't allow each of the different classical type of legacy uh, ABAP statements inside. Talk about this probably in more detail later. And once you bring up this uh, kernel infrastructure and the, and, and, and the backend server basically running on a HANA tenant, so we are leveraging here the full uh, sub-HANA uh, multi-tenancy capabilities and multi-database container uh, capabilities. And then ABAP runs on top of this HANA uh, tenant and offers its services. And uh, the primary way to access um, the, the, the ABA platform then is basically from a tooling, from a developer perspective, it's you're using the developer tools. So currently we full focus on our Eclipse tools mm -hmm. uh, because we have invested so much uh, in the last couple of years um, into this environment. So we continue down that path. Of course, we're also having other tools at hand when it comes to UI5 development, uh, etc. So WebID is certainly also a candidate. And um, from an end-user perspective, you're running uh, cool browser-based applications, and by by means of Fiori, you can also run them uh, in your um, favorite mobile device, be it a tablet, be it a, a smartphone. 
um, we have this responsiveness of the UI applications, and that means you can you can basically take all of the um, say innovations that we put into the stack over the last six to seven years and have them being provisioned as a platform as a service offering inside SubCloud platform. Okay, so which is the program model that we'll be using with AppApp in this cloud platform? Yeah, the program model, I uh, already talked a little bit about it. Let's be a little bit more precise here. So um, the program model is basically, it's all based on the core data services principle. And the core data services is the underlying data model of S4HANA and S4HANA Cloud. And the core data services leverage the, uh, or build on top of uh, um, uh, the HANA artifacts. So be it views, be it procedures, be it tables, um, everything which has been um, residing inside the HANA in memory database is then being brought up to the upper layer, but there it forms this semantic layer, you know, the semantic network of entities, the relationships, associations between them and our way to do an interpretation of this data model. Uh, so we have this notion of annotations that allow you to uh, interpret what has been expressed and there are many different ways to do uh, interpretation. Look, look at UI development there, you're typically interested in the way how um, fields are organized, the field types, the field lengths, the, the layout, these type of information. While if you're more analytical, uh, area you want to do measures you want to do aggregation things like that so uh, depending on your intention you need to annotate your underlying data model in many different ways and the fine thing is you do it always on the same data model so this technology and this modeling approach is basically the foundation for s4hana for s4hana cloud and also for platform as a service offering above in sub cloud platform and uh, on top of this you can very easily expose services now once once you have built a a clear meta model and data model underneath, then you can expose those data services through the OData protocol and very easily consume them with template-based uh, Fiori applications. So in that sense, our program is way more uh, model-driven and way more prototyping-oriented compared to our previous ABAP models, which we are not which we are not bad. I mean, we have uh, built uh, fantastic applications using WebDIN Pro, using BSP, even the classical SAP screens, the former DIN Pros. Uh, but uh, these days, you want to be fast. In, in cloud, you cannot uh, spend too much time on low-level detail coding. You need to have fast ways to prototype. And this is why we bring in this core data services-based approach with Fiori consumption. And this is basically what we we taught at TechEd over the last five to six years very intensively. So what, whatever you learned, be it TechEd, be it in the SAP community or elsewhere, you can very easily uh, re reuse and uh, take uh, over into the into the cloud. So you're best prepared if you have followed um, our um, rollout activities over the last five years. Excellent, excellent answer. Thanks for that. Um, you may have alluded to the answer for this this question, but what are the main use cases that we're going to be seeing for this? Yeah, there are plenty. There are plenty. And and uh, as our CTO Björn Gerke pointed out, first of all, take your ABAP know-how uh, and bring it to the cloud. I think that's the most important thing. Uh, you have learned so much in ABAP technology over the years, be it uh, the 
the ABAP language elements, the, the, the classes, uh, the internal tables, the SQL, and now the core data services. And that uh, enables and empowers you to just write cloud applications, whatever purpose. Yeah, So you're not limited in that perspective. But then, of course, we also foresee a couple of real-life scenarios, let's put it that way. Uh, real-life scenarios typically start with an SAP backbone somewhere. And uh, to make things manageable from the start, we decided to first look at S4HANA cloud extension use cases. That means we have now a growing number of S4HANA cloud customers, and those S4HANA cloud customers need a way to build side-by-side -side extensions and applications which are closely related to S4HANA Cloud, but do not run inside the same container, do not run inside the same transaction context. Because in cloud, we need to be pretty agile and we need to be independent of update scenarios, etc. So it's a good idea to build a side-by-side -side application running on a pass environment, securely managed inside SAP Cloud Platform that connects through standard protocols like HTTP and HTTPS to the S4HANA Cloud uh, backend. And this will be just the initial use case. So we are focusing on that one and uh, we'll drive our activities around this one. But it's not limited to that fact. So we, we expect that customers uh, will sooner or later then also look at others, uh, other solutions that they currently run and manage. Um, so there's very natural ones also, the classical S4HANA on-prem moving forward and certainly also uh, parts of the business suite um, uh, still running out there are good candidates for extensibility. But let's be precise, we start from the cloud-first approach, extending S4HANA Cloud. This will be our main focus, and then we can broaden the field. And this is just, say, the classical partner customer use case, mm -hmm. but uh, we are also looking at uh, partner scenarios moving forward. Excellent. Okay. Now, uh, just we don't usually talk about um, futures and, and things which aren't GA uh, in Kotal, but you know, as you said, you know, this all became sort of public knowledge at, at Tech Aid in Las Vegas a few weeks ago. Uh, so, can you sort of allude to the roadmap for this going forward? Yeah, very interesting and, and tricky question. <laughs> uh, let me uh, sketch a little bit the, the roadmap that we have uh, ahead of us. So, um, as you mentioned, we, we have the we had the great announcement and fantastic keynote uh, demo from, from our CTO, from Björn, uh, starting uh, in Vegas. And we'll continue with this kind of story also now, uh, end of October in, in Bangalore, Ticket Bangalore, and also in November in Barcelona. Um, and um, we have, uh, um, starting with that, so once once the TechEd uh, activities are over, we already launched an initiative. So we call this a customer engagement initiative that is kind of a, a, a private beta uh, approach, uh, small in size. The idea is to have uh, customers and partners um, onboarded. They, they'll get access to uh, some of our uh, prototype solutions and uh, they can test drive the whole thing. They can build their scenario. They can bring their classical add-on or custom code, and then we help them to move it over to uh, up and sub-cloud platform. We also try to learn out of those experience, of course. That means um, uh, maybe I didn't mention that we also have a way more stricter approach 
to govern um, the um, access to APIs. So what we are following here is a really whitelisting approach. That means, uh, I mean, historically, if you, if you write ABAP code, you basically use everything, even if it was not public, yeah? even if it was not released, <laughs> even if it was not there. And this is definitely a way which would not work in, in a cloud environment. So what we are doing is, we try to learn from our engagements uh, with, with customers and partners, uh, try to identify uh, a set of APIs which is worth being whitelisted. And this will then be kind of the blueprint for our first uh, shipment uh, uh, next year. Uh, I'm sure it uh, will uh, push hard <laughs> to get it out. And uh, once we have the first version out there, of course, we will uh, then also provide uh, trial access so that the community can can test drive uh, the software and test drive the cloud offerings there. And uh, of course, the more complex use cases that we uh, alluded to, uh, things like partner cases, et cetera, even multi-tenancy, this is something we can't uh, address in the first uh, shot. Um, but um, we already have plans to uh, follow up, follow up on, on those challenges as well. Excellent. Carl, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you this morning. Far, it's, it, it's been far too long for me to get onto the subject of ABAP, and I'm really pleased to have had you uh, to, to discuss this with us. I will have you back again in the future if, you're, if I can make some time in your diary. And uh, again, thank you for hanging out with me. Yeah, great talk with you, Ian. Thank you very much. Uh, have a good time. Bye-bye.